Welcome to the Leap to Lead podcast. I'm Emily Rogers and I am your host. I'm here to support you to take the leap and lead your life where you want to be. Are you ready to take that leap? Let's get in and hear today's episode. Okay. So, thank you very much. It's actually a pleasure and an honor to have you on with me, Emily Rogers. I have learned so much from you in a short time we've known each other, which is probably, what, two months. Um, yeah, met you, through... Yeah. Uh, an expat magazine that we both write for and just clicked and came together and I'm learning so much from you already. Um, so thank you for that. Uh, but you're actually an award-winning coach and, and you've lived abroad for 20 years. So you have bags of experience. Uh, you're a mum and you've got two daughters and I can't believe that we're both born in India. Hats off to you. That was that's the one thing that really fascinated me about you um, and shocked me because I wouldn't have, have, have done it. So I um, have so much respect for you. I moved to the US 15 months ago um, and I had the opportunity to come over and have my daughter in the US because I was pregnant, five months pregnant at the time. And I was like, no, I, I can't do it. I want to stay here, stay what I know and have my family around you. And you decided to make that huge move heavily pregnant in hindsight um, probably silly but anyway <laughs> we <did it. laughs> honestly prepare to have your first child in a foreign country with probably zero knowledge of the medical over there and zero family network and support and that yeah. would just blew me away yeah. um and so you have created an expat parenting abroad business yeah. which combines this incredible personal experience and professional career in human resources. Um, and you provide coaching and support to expat mums, which I wish I'd known about you 15 months ago because everything we're gonna cover today, I can relate to. And even now I am learning more and more and feel like I'm part of a community now. Yes. Um, so it's incredible what you're doing. Thank and you. I know you have a great, story about when you uh, actually yes. arrived in <laughs> India uh, another great personal experience oh well yes it's my it's my faux pas um, I guess in terms of landing in India and I was I think about 35 weeks pregnant something crazy and had never been there before and it was just after the Mumbai terror attacks and we were oh landing in gosh. Mumbai and um, my husband went through the uh, security and then it was my turn and, and the lady, security lady called me. And she said, are you pregnant? I said, yes, I am. And, and she reached out. And as she reached out, I thought, oh, so I gave her a big bear hug. <laughs> and then I realized afterwards she wanted to pat me down. <laughs> so I don't know who was more embarrassed, me or her. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Especially when you're that pregnant, you know. You're, you're probably unsure where you are, what you're doing, the emotions. You probably just needed a <laughs> hug anyway. Like I think so. <laughs> Scott oh, sort of looked God. at me and said, what are you doing? <laughs> I thought she wanted to hug me. <laughs> oh, bless you. Well, I would have hugged you if I was there because I think that is an incredibly brave move to have done. And, and as I say, what, what you're doing now is going to support 
you know, expat mums out there, which there's a huge network of us. And again, I didn't even realise, and I think a lot of other mums will get some value from this as well. But yeah. I know you, you mainly, you know, focus on the expat community. And you have um, a coffee talk series currently running, which I'm loving getting those emails every week. Um, yeah. And I know that you're offering a free workshop starting next week, which we'll touch on at the end of the yes. interview. Fantastic. Um, Thank you. No problem. So we're going to go cover three topics that are quite popular. And I think that you're covering within your Coffee Talk series. And I can especially relate to this. And it's how common is it for women to feel lost and yeah. unsure what to do next and just crave a little bit more time and, you know, not having a family network support around you when you move abroad. How mm. do you do that? Yeah, well, I've, I've actually sort of thought about what would we call this sort of conversation we're having today. I was yeah. thinking it's, it's really the secret that every busy mum needs to know. And the reason I've said that is because I think, and I probably everyone can relate, we beat ourselves up for feeling inadequate, for feeling lost and unsure and alone and not sure about what to do next. And you could come to this place from a number of journeys one is you've just moved and you've left your career behind to follow your spouse which is an obvious one another one is you made the decision to be a stay-at-home mum and the kids are maybe a little bit more independent now whether whether they're in full-time schooling or not but you've got a bit of time and space now and you're going oh okay what else and then maybe you're actually still in your career and a lot of career women get to a stage where they go okay I've worked my butt off I'm here now what and so right. I call it the secret every busy mum needs to know because we don't actually talk about it. We don't yeah. actually share how we feel when we get to this space. And there's a lot of research happening um, and some people call it the second act. Um, if there is something that happens in the brain and it is more prominent in women because men, I mean, you think about job applications, men will apply for a job if they meet you know, 60% of the criteria. They don't care. They'll just give it a go. A woman will apply, a woman will apply for a job when she meets 95, 98% of the criteria. And then she'll be apologizing for that gap that she has. Right. And that's something to do with the chemical balance of the brain and our, our aversion to taking risk. So when we get to this stage of our lives and we're feeling lost and we're feeling alone and we're unsure what it means for us we tend to go inside ourselves and start to beat ourselves up and we get really down on ourselves and, you know, on the outside, you should be happy. You've got an amazing life, you know, but you're always right. so bubbly. Friends will tell you, you're always so bubbly. How can you not be happy? Um, you know, and what I've been talking about a lot in the last couple of weeks is I believe and I hopefully people will agree, you can be actually very happy but still dissatisfied and that dissatisfaction leads to that feeling of being very lost and very alone so this is really common and that's what I wanted to get out there first this is actually a really common place for us to all get to and I've been there myself a lot of the clients I've worked with are in that space and coming out of that space um, and so I want to say it's normal it is very normal and you're not alone and when we can start embracing the sisterhood and talking to each other about it 
we can start to lift the lid on how we actually feel and we can go beyond that and have more in our lives. And for some people, that more is a hobby. For some people, that more is actually time for self-care and they want pampering and they want something else. For others, it's learning a new skill, maybe a language. Maybe you've moved to a country where you need to learn the language. And then for others, it's actually part-time work or like me, you might actually want to start your own business as an outcome of that process. So A, it's normal and it's okay and don't beat yourself up, but also understand this recognizing that becomes the start of a journey. And I'm really excited about that journey. It's so true because, uh, again, for me, everyone in, in my family in the UK is we're living this amazing life in Colorado. Look what you where you are. Look what you're doing. Look how much you've achieved in the year you've been here. You look like you're having a fantastic time. What a life. And I'm like, yeah, it's fantastic. What a great opportunity. Yes, we live in a beautiful place, but I'm lost. I'm not me anymore. I gave up my full-time job um, to move here, all my friends, my family network, and I just became a mum. And it was hard for me to do that, massively hard. And then when, as you say, it's your persona on the outside, but when you actually start talking to other mums, they feel exactly the same. They feel guilty of doing a little bit of work here and there. They should just be yeah. a full-time mum. They feel guilty about doing a new hobby or a passion because they should be looking after their little ones. Yeah. And you feel guilt all the time. Well, and women then... resonate between the two pillars, guilt and doubt. So if you're not yeah. feeling guilty about what you're doing, then you're doubting your ability to actually do it. And we just jump yeah. between the two. We never actually have that confidence in ourselves to say actually what I'm going through is normal and what I'm going through is completely acceptable but it is the start of a journey and I'm not going to stay here and I think that's the key but yeah you're right it's guilt and it's doubt and it's isolating and we our sisterhood you and I and and our sisterhood we need to get out there we need to start talking about it and we need to start lifting the lid on it and I think people are worried about talking about it but when you get to know a mom and you start to drip feed how you're feeling they're like oh my gosh yeah I'm the same I wish I this I wish I could do that and you you are this we need to just be okay accepted to be able to talk about it yeah and like you say and that is the most important thing the key is recognizing it talking about it and realizing it's just a part of your journey <coughs> um yeah. And that was a turning point for me when I was like, yeah, you know, this is just a part of my journey. Embrace it and just do what you can. Yeah. And I think once you understand it and name it and, and, and as you said, recognize, articulate it, this is the start of my journey, then the opportunities start. And that's yeah. the beautiful part of what you're doing. So anyone listening out there, stop beating yourself up right now and embrace the journey that you're about to go on which okay and this is the next problem a lot of mums face is great when 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 do I find time for that and that is such a huge problem because we have given all of our and it's not just the physical time on the clock it's the energy as well we've given all our time and energy to our family and supporting our family especially if you've just moved you go when when do I then start this journey of understanding what it is that I want to do and so I want to share a couple of tips with people today in terms of time and energy and 
I know you tuned in the other day when I was talking about it, Sarah, but I think one of the keys is to think about, reflect on the, the last week or start re recording this week ahead and look at where you're actually spending time and be really honest with yourself about the hidden time traps of social media, yeah. binge watching on TV, um, you know, perhaps laying in bed that extra 10 minutes in the morning, um, you know, whatever it is, be really honest about how you're spending your time and record it on a piece of paper, record it. And actually, if you want a template, I've got a template for it as well. And you can go to expatparentingabroad.com forward slash time and you can download the template and you can analyze your time. But then I want you to color code it and look at well, what is maintaining the home? What is spending time with my kids? What is time for me? What is catching up with friends? Where, where is it actually going and color code it? And maybe you have a category of color that is non-essential, your TV watching, your social media, that sort of thing. That was a huge turning point for me because I did it. <laughs> I tuned in and I listened to it. And I commented and I was like, what such a simple but effective idea color code it i'm a visual person i'm a visual learner and that really showed me where i do have a lot of spare time and where i am wasting some time you know i could get out of bed at 6 30 and do my workout you can find the time and absolutely uh, i always say this to my clients like if you want to do it you will find the time and i think by sitting down being honest and color coding was just yeah. a game changer for me and once you've got the color code then look at the balance as well so is that the balance i want and when you actually right. see how much time you're doing in social media watching tv laying in bed those extra few hours whatever minutes not hours minutes whatever <laughs> it is when you see that unnecessary stuff and you go but i actually didn't have a conversation with my kids today in a meaningful way where do you want that time to go and then that's where i'm saying um dream or plan your ideal week what would be the balance in terms of the colors and the balance mm. what would it look like and then actually put it in your diary and actually right. make it real for yourself as well because if you don't start putting things in your diary what you want to be doing then it won't happen and you're right and I think it's I do some other bits of training to do with like the business and I'm like just putting pen to paper transform a, a, an idea becomes you know yes. a plan and the plan becomes a you know a doable realistic goal yes and putting pen to paper is such a powerful thing which I think nowadays with all our technology we don't do we don't just sit down with some highlighters and color pens and I really enjoyed it <laughs> and I was just like yeah like just let's come off the phone because yeah. when you write it in notes Yes. It just doesn't seem real. I had to physically write things down. and it. it there is something about, and, and I'm a pencil girl, so putting the pencil on paper, there is something that happens in the brain that changes it and then make it articulates, articulates it differently and creates a chemical reaction differently as well. So it becomes yeah. real, which is why journaling is so important as well, because it is that physicalness of putting it on right. paper. But yeah. if you're looking at your time and you're going, okay, great, that I still can't find enough. Then I've also got some tips for saving time. And again, it's in that same download, expatparentingabroad.com forward slash time. But create a routine for yourself so you're not wondering what you should be doing. Go through and plan your meals for the week. So when you go grocery shopping, you're getting everything you need for the week. One person right. shared this morning, um, plan your wardrobe the night before. You know, go for right. that whole wardrobe capsule thing. 
you know, there are things you can do that will actually save you time. Get it delivered. Yes, you'll pay a delivery fee, but if you're saying your time's valuable, allocate the time that you would spend going and doing the running around getting those items to something meaningful that you want for yourself. Yeah. And so there are really good ways that you can save time and a lot of time. Get yourself organized, pack, pack the kids' backpacks the night before. You know, there's lots of things that you can do that make A, life less stressful, B, save you money, C, save you time and energy as well. And if you can be real about how you want to spend your time after that analysis, be real about how you want to spend it and then work out where you can save time, you create this space. And I'm saying time and energy when I'm talking about it. You create this space for yourself to go, right, I'm feeling lost. I'm feeling alone. I want something more. I'm going to stop beating myself up. I'm going to start this journey. And here's my time and space to do it. Yeah. And I think and you're the only person that can change it. If you're feeling like that and you can, you know, have a, an incredible family network, etc. But I think you're, you're the only person that can change how you're feeling and your life. Um, simple tips and steps like that get the ball rolling. They do. Yeah. And, and it, they, as you said, write it down write down what you're committing to write down how you're going to save your time commit to it to yourself if you're going to order things online and get it delivered great write down what you're going to do with that time you're saving because then you're making the commitment to yourself because nobody else can do this for you you're so right sarah nobody else can do this for you so stop beating yourself up appreciate it's the start of a journey and then identify how you're going to do it in your journey so and I think small little steps lead to big places. And even if it's just getting a spare 10 minutes a day to read your book or to do your massage routine or to go out for a walk, that is such a huge well-being boost. And then powerful. I'm a huge believer in positivity breeds positivity. And then things start changing, life changes, things adapt, and then it's a snowball effect. Absolutely. As soon as you get one thing going things start to fall into place you get more confident you beat yourself up less because you're happier you meet people and things start to develop naturally organically exactly and what I found though when I've been talking to my clients and with other mums they go all right great but then what 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 is it what is it and this is so common and and it was true for me as well we actually lose a sense of who we are we lose a sense of our own identity. We lose a sense of what it is that we're, I mean, I was, I thought I was happy and I was happy. And then someone said to me, what are you interested in? And I started rattling off what my kids were doing, what my husband was doing. No, no. What are you interested in? What are your passions? And I was right. like, oh my God. Oh my God. What are they? I've got no idea. And so then my journey started and, and the outcome of that was expat parenting abroad, my business. But you know, if you stop and you ask yourself, okay, I know I feel lost and alone and I know I need to start this journey. Here's how I'm going to create the time and energy for it, but to do what? Yeah, what next? (laughs) Yeah, that is hard. And as mums, generally, we lose confidence in ourselves and our skills and abilities. And we, again, between guilt and doubt, we hang heavy in the doubt space at this time and we we, we don't know what it is we want to do or could do. And every time we have an idea, we sort of poo-poo it in our mind because 
oh no, that won't work. Oh, what's the point in that? So the other thing I want to encourage anyone listening to this today is take stock. As just said about the power of journaling, write down all your skills. Don't judge them. Don't question them. Just write down absolutely everything from CEO of the home to managing director of the cleaning to <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. your communication skills with your kids. No, I'm joking. But write down all your skills. You know, think back to when you were studying. Think back to when you were in your first jobs. Think back to the career when you, when you were in it. Maybe you're still in it. What, do you, what are your skills? Just list them all out, all of them. Put them all down. And then get another piece of paper and write down all the things you love. What actually occupies your mind when you're daydreaming? What are the things that maybe you made some New Year's resolutions? What sort of things came out for you when you were spending time with your ideally close family over Christmas because that's all you had around you? What were the things that you were dreaming about and talking about and enjoying together? What do you love? And write it all down. Don't judge it. Don't question it. Just write it all down and then go back. I'm a big fan of red pen. Go back with your red pen and circle or doodle the skills and the loves that mean the most to you and then see what comes out. And I can almost guarantee you something will talk to you. Something's going to pop out of that. Something's going to grow from that. And once that little seed is planted, that will start to flourish and then your journey will really begin. Yeah, and I think you're so right. And I had that question a little while ago of what are your interests? And it took me back because I don't really do anything much and everything I do do is geared around my kids. Like I love exploring and hiking, but it's normally I take the kids with me yes. or it's because it's a day out with the hike it group or, you know, it's never really something just for me. Like I might get half an hour to go to the gym, but that's not really an, a passion or an interest, you know? And, yes. and I think we're both fortunate that we're, our passions and interests are geared towards our business yes. and we, we do it every day. Um, but there's, there's always that little bit more that you can, you can find. Um, and I think when you are in a part of a community and network with other expat mums, like where are they going? What resources are they using to get out there, etc.? And as you say, you plant that seed and then things flourish. And once you yeah. talk to somebody, they'll recommend something else and things start to happen. But it's just sitting down and having some time for you to remember your identity again, because that exactly. does get taken away when you're a mum, because we're mums. It's our priority are our kids, not us for exactly. the next 15 years. But <laughs> No, 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 it is. And you've got to make yourself priority. That's the right word to use there, Sarah, because as we said before, nobody's going to do this for you. You've got to no. do it for yourself. And it is normal at some point to feel lost and alone, but it is up to you to change that for yourself. And, you know, if you want to buy a red car, you know, all you see then are red cars, you know, the right. minute you go, oh, this is it. And you write it down for yourself and you go, I, my skills are here and my loves are here. And that is starting to say this to me, write it down. And then the world just opens it up for you. You know, there's yeah. so much power in what you think you get, you know, all of those success habits, there is so much power in it. So write it down for yourself and then start to explore it and start the journey and and it won't it's not going to happen overnight no, don't don't get me wrong but start to explore it and enjoy it 
And I think, I don't know whether you do any coaching on this, but I found that doing like dream boards were really good. Like I can do it as a family, like, okay, we're here in this beautiful country. Like what are we going to do this year? And that's what I've done with my family. I'm like, we all sit down together. It's not just me. It's not just my kids deciding. It's all of us. And we've booked some camping trips and things that I wanted to do last year and couldn't. And we've created this whole new journey of, interests and you know exploring together and and things and I think again getting it down on paper is a little reminder of right we're going to do this this year it's there it's visual let's do it let's book it otherwise it just gets lost in memories you've got the washing and you've got kids screaming you've got the cooking to do and you're that goes away (laughs) if it's there it does (laughs) And, and, and if you're going to drop something you're going to drop the stuff for yourself because exactly. you're going to prioritize your kids and your spouse. And that's just what we do as mums and, and, and wives. It's, for whatever reason, we do it that way. So if you don't write it down, if you don't commit to it, if you don't start putting it in your diary, it won't happen. And it's only you who can do it. So make the commitment to yourself to do that. And you've got so many of like things you've spoken about today. That's part of the Coffee Talk series where you do like worksheets and online um, like lives as well and you get a weekly email which again as I say I love to do I'm always excited to see what my task is and it keeps <laughs> me on my toes you know um, but if you can relate to anything that we've covered today or just love what you've heard and want to know a little bit more and get more in-depth info and training you can sign up with Emily uh, yes. and I know you wanted to touch on the free workshop yes. that you've got next week So next week, I'm starting a series of free workshops. The workshops are the same. I've just got a a number of time and dates available, depending on which part of the world you're in. But I've called it happiness is not the key to a great life. And that was very deliberate because that was my experience. And it's something, as I said at the start, I think we need to come together as a sisterhood and lift the lid on this and start supporting each other. So happiness is is not the key to a great life is the workshop. But if you like what we've talked about today in this workshop, it's about an hour we will go much deeper and actually do some of the activities together and you will come out with an action plan for yourself of what you're going to do. So if you're interested, expatparentingabroad.com forward slash workshop, you can sign up today for that. Um, And I'm running a number of them. So you can literally choose the time and date that suits you. If there's not one that works for you, drop me an email, emilyexpatparentingabroad.com and I will find a way to accommodate you. Um, because I think it's really important that we do this and that we do it together and that we support each other and as a sisterhood come together and start this journey it's okay to feel that way it's totally normal but let's start the journey so are these uh, workshops like a zoom or are they are they live yeah live on zoom yes yeah right so again that's quite nice because you get a feeling of community you can bounce ideas off each other um, and again, sometimes you'll do an activity and get a bit stuck and think, well, what do you actually mean? Or what should I actually be writing down? And again, you doubt yourself. Yes. So I think if you're there live and say, right, Emily, I have no idea what I've, I've got to write down, <laughs> you get that support and then you can again exactly. learn to then take exactly. it away. And my plan Amazing. is that you finish the workshop with an action plan for yourself and you go and you start immediately. All right, sign so. me up. <laughs> expatparentingabroad.com forward slash workshop well, I'm, I'm following your coffee talk series so i'm sure I'll, I'll be on next week no doubt um joining you because i i love all that and i love writing things down and getting a plan for me 
Um, so yeah, thank you very much for thank sharing you, those that insight and those tips. Um, and as I say, we'll I'll put some email and some contact information in any of the posts that I do so people can get hold of you. And thank hopefully you. we'll see a lot of faces next week then on the workshop. Sounds good. It sounds good. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you so much <laughs> no for your worries. time. And I hope Pleasure. this does resonate for people. I really do, because we, we need to come together as a sisterhood and start supporting each other. So yeah, as I say, I think it, it's so important what you're doing. And I wish I'd known about this 15 months ago, because what I've learned over the last two months with you is, is a game changer. So I want to thank you for that. Um, and hopefully we'll do some more collaborations. It sounds good. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> thank you. Bye-bye.